Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, We have been having some very, very interesting guests of late, and today is going to be no different. So I appreciate you being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do community. And today, we're going to talk a little bit to somebody who has kind of what I would consider a niche business. Now, if you listen to this show often, you know that I like people who do things that are a little little bit little bit different, who come up with really cool niche ideas. You know, if you're a regular listener, that my older brother is a saxophone repairman and has become over the past 30 years sort of the premier saxophone repairman in all of uh, New York City and the Northeast. And so I like it when people can take kind of a cool little niche and make money from it. And so today, we have a guest that did just that. Now, the way I know about uh, Brett Ketchum and his company is I came home recently and there was a truck in the driveway and it said fireman dryerman. Now, I knew that we needed to have the vent cleaned in our dryer because our dryer was running slow. I know that they say it's a fire hazard if you do that. And my wife went and found a local company who comes out and cleans out all the lint out of your dryer uh, vent. And it was actually owned and operated by a guy who is a local fireman. He's a fireman for a big city fire department. And he has this side business where he and other firemen come out and clean out those vents in the dryer. And he catchingly calls the company Fireman Dryerman. And I think that is just absolutely fantastic. And while Brett wasn't the person who was here cleaning out our dryer vent, the person who worked for him was really outgoing and really talkative. And we got talking about how Brett had started the business. And I said, this guy has to be a guest on Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. So, Brett Ketchum, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tom. Really, I'm so excited to be here. No, this is great. I think your business is awesome. So, you know, I I said a little bit about what it is, but why don't you tell everybody sort of what is Fireman Dryerman? So we pretty simply clean dryer vents. We take it a step further. We vacuum dryers out. I, as a firefighter, I, I always knew that if I scaled this business in a small way, which is what this is, that I would hire all of my favorite firefighters and that I would hire only firefighters and that I would use our knowledge base as firefighters as I would basically take it as far as I could um, in, in, in providing our service. And what we do is we, we go a step further in dryer vent cleaning. We open the machine and vacuum it out as well. Being firefighters, having put out dryer fires, we all know that a, a fire start, that starts in the dryer starts at the heating element because your dryer is full of lint. Uh, it's surrounding your heating element. And every time your dryer runs, there's a fire right where your lint is and some of that lint is burning. And if enough of it burns, it can burn, you know, it could take the house down. So uh, <laughs> um, the, the vent itself is not a part of the dryer. It's that piping in the wall that carries the, the moisture, the heat, and, and all the excess lint that gets past your lint trap. It carries it, all that stuff to the outside of the house. Uh, where it can be properly vented. Over time, that lint, that vent, that piping becomes just full of lint, hair, um, bird's nest often, <laughs> and your machine slows down because that heat has and, and moisture has nowhere to go, 
And then oftentimes if it works hard enough, then it can ignite all of that lint in your, in your dryer. And we see it happen as firefighters. So I hired firefighters to work with me because I got so busy in my part of town. I thought, <laughs> why not get my friends in their parts of town getting hopefully as busy as I, as I've gotten in my part of town. Well, you know, it's really interesting because you hear, I mean, just being a homeowner, there's always little tips and things that you hear. You hear that that keeping that dryer vent clear and stuff is really important because there's lots of things that can catch an appliance on fire. How often do you see fires that are started by dryers or other types of appliances? Well, I see a lot of dryer fires that that came really close or that it was just very lucky that somebody was home in time to smell the lint burning and turn the machine off. Um, I see that. Uh, about as often as, as I see a, a significant fire from a dryer, and I would say a couple times a year. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, you probably don't think about, but the reason we knew we needed to do it is, is our dryer started having trouble, and the repairman came out, and he pointed out that the excess blowout that was going towards the vent wasn't getting anywhere because we just had too much too much buildup going on after so many years. And so somewhere or another, my wife found your company, and I just thought it was really cool. I mean, what led you? I mean, obviously, if you're a working fireman, you've got, you know, you've got an income, you got a job. I mean, you guys work long hours. What caused you to want to start? sort of this side business? Uh, well, i try to make a long story short. I, instead of working overtime where I, where you make great money as a firefighter and our department uh, needs a lot of people working overtime, uh, I, I didn't want to lose an extra 24 hours uh, away from my family to make extra money to make ends meet. And so I decided to start teaching myself how to fix washers and dryers. And I did that starting a few years ago. Um, that is a slow education and I slowly got better at it. And, um, before too long, uh, when I was replacing a heating element that had burned out in a client's dryer, um, I got called back to do the same job on the same machine two weeks later because the problem originated as an airflow issue. The, the vent was, was full of lint. Um, that's where I learned about dryer vent cleaning as a service. And I immediately started cleaning every dryer vent um, of every dryer that I was servicing. Before long, after I let people know, hey, this is a service I'm providing, I, I have the tools and the expertise now to clean dryer vents, I, started to, I just started to do more and more dryer vent cleaning um, as it got really popular. And you don't need your machine to, to, to break before you, before you find out about dryer vent cleaning, but so many people like you uh, become educated about the need to have a dryer vent clean by a repair technician and you end up spending your 65 to a hundred dollars for that diagnosis. Hey, your machine is fine, but you need a dryer vent cleaning. Um, and that's become the one challenge for us, uh, education, but, uh, we're getting there. And, and that, that's kind of where our social, our social media presence has really come into play. We have to create our, uh, create our own bit of, ed of education, uh, through social media. So this started out, you were just doing it on your days off. And how did you end up expanding to having other firemen working for you? I, uh, I hurt my knee and I was told originally by a doctor that I would be on the shelf off the fire engine for six months. And that sounds like to me, I, I would be spending a, a minimum of six months not fixing washers and dryers and not doing dryer vent cleaning. But um, I was, I was pretty bummed out by that one. I didn't want to be off the fire engine. And, and also I didn't, want to lose all of my momentum in my part of town, um, all of my popularity I'd gained, uh, you know, cleaning dryer vents because I was going to be on the shelf for six months or longer. And so I thought, okay, I will teach a couple 
other firefighters to clean dryer vents really well and vacuum dryers out so that they can they can act, handle my bookings while I'm hurt. And then before I knew it, I thought, why don't I just buy the equipment to, to place four guys all around town working in their own parts of town that they live in, at, train them all at once and get them working. And that, and that was uh, about four months ago. And they have been hammering away ever since. <laughs> well, and in a way, it's great because obviously, you know, the the schedules that firemen keep, it's, you know, it's a couple days on, it's a couple days off, it's a couple days on. So you actually on those days off, you know, especially if they have families, the kids are in school, their spouse is probably at work. You know, it's not like they can't, you know, go out and do something, but you need to have the flexibility. It's not like you can have a regular job because, you know, you got to be a fireman first. I think it's actually a genius for a services industry to employ firemen. And since you are one, you obviously have access to them all. That's been the, I almost want to say that's been the biggest blessing for my company. Really, it's, it's, um, it's the position I've been put into that I have this access to this talent pool that most don't. Yeah. Um, I already understand the limitations of the schedule of a professional firefighter, but I also know the benefits. Like you said, we like, we have a full day off at some point there in between shifts. And so I know what to expect uh, from my people. I know to expect that they can't just offer me 40 hours a week. And, and, it, and really there's no need, there's no need for that because, um, you know, for now, until I hire more, I'm curbing my expectations as far as our as far as our success and our and our and our amount of bookings. Sure, and really because with, but they, um, I have this accent access to a talent pool of of people who are handy and can learn quickly, who are who are by nature problem solvers and who have gotten better at problem solving through firefighting, and and that's the. That's what is unique about firefighting is that what you learn to do is you learn to solve new problems because our job is so dynamic. Yeah, so I have these people who can solve their own problems on the fly. <clears throat> they learn quickly. And I'm just choosing the people that I think are the, are, the, are the best at customer service and going from there. Well, and that was certainly the experience that we had. I mean, I came in, started talking to the guy who was here. His customer service was great. He took care of everything. He made sure that he got everything put back together because when I walked in, the whole dryer was taken apart because he was doing the inside vacuuming of the whole thing. And, you know, he was interested in in us and our family and what we were doing. He was talkative. It was a really great experience. And all of a sudden, I was like, I got to have this company. I got to have this guy who owns the company on the show because really what you did is you just sort of created something out of nothing. And it wasn't like my wife called and they said, yeah, we'll be there in an hour. I mean, you got to schedule you guys out several days. I mean, obviously because you're working around your fire schedule, but also it's not like you're not booked. Your people are working. Yeah. And, 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 and it's, and it's so neat to hear that. And that, that, uh, that technician, that firefighter's name is Parr. And it, it's so neat to hear that, that, uh, this person that I knew would be perfect in this job, that, it, that, that the job he does and his personality just makes as much sense to our clients as it does to me. I, I purposely hired all firefighters who were smarter than me. Uh, <laughs> some of them outranked me, including Parr, um, which makes for a funny dynamic that people that I've known my whole career and some who I've really looked up to and some who outranked me are working for me now in this job. Yeah, uh, on, tu- on Tuesday, they're the boss. And on Wednesday, you're the boss. Right. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and just the other day... Um, I was at a working apartment fire and I saw a par and I, and I, and he was not in charge of me, but he, he outranks me and I, and I had a quick question for him and got a, I got a quick answer. And it was, uh, 
of course it was unrelated to the dryer vent cleaning. It was all about firefighting, but uh, you know, it's, um, it's one of those things that we're professional enough in firefighting that I, that I can expect all of us to be professional enough in dryer vent cleaning and uh, for the, for the funny dynamic uh, interpersonally to really not, to really not have any real hangups, I hope. So, so, so since you've started this company, originally just working for yourself and then the last four or five months working with other people, what's your favorite part of having this side business, of having this entrepreneurial life going on? For me, my favorite part by far is that I, I, in the last few months, come to really believe that I can make this company whatever I want it to be. Um, I think I can scale it. Um, I believe that strongly, actually. Um, I think that if I wanted to put the time in, I could uh, franchise this company um, or I could keep it just as small and uh, um, and and just and, and basically make money when I'm when I'm not working. Well, because I'm so task minded um, professionally and I always have been that way, um, that, that's been the biggest bit of education for me is learning to delegate more and, and, and letting the other guys do more jobs and taking less jobs for myself. Uh, but that is that, that sounds really nice to me to, to just basically surround myself with great people after I've trained them how to do this job, uh, let them continuously get better at this job while uh, basically taking on more of the role handling the marketing and doing less and less dry event cleanings myself. Sure. And really, I mean, if you think about it, if you did want to expand it and, and franchise it, the reality of it is, is that every city you would go to in the country or the world has firemen. And, you know, in that population, there's going to be a certain percentage of, of them that are going to be entrepreneurial who want to go in their days off and build something and make more money and give their family, you know, more Absolutely. opportunity. So there would there would always be an opportunity to grow this business. Absolutely. And that's the thing is every firefighter starts off their career and continues their career with the, the idea that they're trying to contribute to the greater good. They're trying to, to do a job that people can benefit from, really try to help people. And somewhere along the line for a lot of firefighters, they end up with kids or a family or some reason to become a little more motivated by money. Um, and that's where they, some firefighters find that they, that they are entrepreneurial by nature. Um, or that they just would like to have a side job and make a little extra money. And why not have it be something where they can apply some of their knowledge as firefighters in some way, uh, which, which is what I believe we do. So, Brett, if someone's listening to the show and, and many of the listeners to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do, many of the listeners are uh, people who have full-time jobs and either because of necessity or because they love the job they have, they don't want to quit doing it, but they would like to start something on the side. What advice do you have for somebody who wants to start their own business as either a, a small business with a few employees or even as a solopreneur? What advice do you have for someone who wants to launch out and do something? Well, uh, speaking from the service industry, which is you know, where I work, um, I, I think it's important to, I, I guess I should say, listen to the market. Um, you know, Look on social media, listen to people's conversations in person or on social media. What are, what kind of services are people asking for? Uh, what kind of services are businesses complaining are too expensive and sit and think, you know, what expertise or, or, or which relationships do you have that could lead you to teaching yourself this job and provide and providing a better or quicker or less expensive service in the same way. Um, and that's how I started cleaning dryer vents is I thought, okay, I'm going to teach myself to fix washers and dryers because I've done it a few times at my house and I 
really love to fix things. I quickly found a market for dryer vent cleaning. I got a bit lucky in that, but I got lucky because I was out there working hard. Uh, the, the opportunity and the idea kind of came my way because I was keeping busy. And then I found that a lot of people were asking for dryer vent cleaning. And on top of that, even more people needed this service and didn't know it. So why don't I go out <laughs> on social media and try to teach people in my area the benefits and the need for dryer vent cleaning and start to serve it to people. And that's exactly what I did. So I really think people should be looking to see what people are asking for and thinking, which relationships do I have? And I have relationships with appliance parts stores and appliance technicians. Um, it, it's been a, a quick way for me to network, get more jobs, get them more business because now I'm not doing any repair and I can kind of give those jobs away to the technicians I trust the most. Um, and so that's what I would say, find out what people want and need and find out what they're overpaying for and get busy and get good at doing that job until you're good enough to teach it to other people and start a small business. Well, and you also brought up the fact that, you know, you got a market you talked about going onto social media for your area and trying to educate people that they need it and, and networking and letting the, the local other repair shops and dryer supply stores know that you're out there doing it. What's the hardest part about marketing sort of such a micro small business? Well, the hardest part um, is, is that when I go out myself on social media and tell people, Hey, this is important. Uh, you need this done. And this is my company. Um, it really, that, that becomes like an ad and it's, and, it, and you really can't trust an ad by, by a, a provider or by a business as much as you can trust a neighbor or a friend or family member saying, this is an important service and these guys are good at it. Uh, dryer vent cleaning is important and fireman dryer man does a good job. Um, so for that reason, because it, because it's so difficult to get people to, to buy your service or product when you're out touting it uh, as important, um, it's, it's become a necessity for us to take our customers that we know are satisfied because we show them before and after pictures of the inside of their vent and their dryer. <laughs> we show them what we've done. They can quantify it. They can appreciate it. Yeah. And then they, the inside, they of, the inside right. of my dryer looked like it had a sweater growing on it. Right. And, and people are so surprised by that because you would think that your lint screen does its job, but really only about 25% of your lint <laughs> sticks to the lint screen. Um, it, it really is a nightmare inside most dryers. And some dryers I open up, I think, how has this dryer not gone up yet? But, you know, it, it's been so important for us to say to our clients who tell us how happy they are with our service. Well, if you are that happy, what is huge for us and that we'd really appreciate is if you go on your own social media um, or your local social media in your neighborhood, your neighborhood Facebook page or your next door app and let other people know in your area, um, you know, just how you benefited from our service. And that's how we've gotten busy. That's how I got busy when I was doing this by myself. And that's how I've gotten four other employees busy in their own parts of town here in Austin. Um, basically by having them not be shy about asking people to recommend us if they're happy with the service. And we have such a high, a high basically rate of success in that. So many of our clients are willing to talk about us and mostly because of the quality people I'm, I'm sending out to their homes, like par that came to your house. 
all the other three guys are just like par. And they're just that good. So how important do you think is the right name for a small business, especially if you're in the services business and you're kind of a lone wolf, you know, entrepreneur? How important is a great name? Because I got to tell you, Fireman Dryerman is a great name for the service that you provide based on who you are and what you do. I appreciate that. My wife will appreciate that. It's her name she came up with. And she, she's a she's a marketing PR exec. Um, ah, okay. So you, so, you had a you had a ringer. You had a ringer right. on the well, inside. I ben- I definitely benefit from that. And and uh, and what she's been working on for me is media training. And and she's getting she's she's getting there really slowly with me. And so she'll laugh when she hears this. Um, but um, I think a good name is really important. Uh, our name doesn't necessarily say that we do dryer vent cleaning. When you see our logo, it says Fireman Dryer Vent Dryer Man Dryer Vent Cleaning. But you know we're firefighters. And so you get the idea that something that we're doing in this business it, it revolves around safety and home safety. Um, and in this case, this revolves all around fire safety. It, it's, it's the most important aspect of, 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 the, of this business for us. Well, and, and the interesting thing deeper, I, then you find out that we do dryer vent cleaning and you find out what it is. The interesting thing for me as an outsider to both the dryer vent cleaning business and the firefighting industry is it seems to me just naturally like it goes together. I mean, it seems like an aha thing, but yet, you know, I I mean, you're obviously a genius that you figured this out, that they go together so well. But I, I think do all your clients go, well, of course, they're firemen cleaning out the dryers. Well, a lot of people say when they mention us, I see on social media when they when they say when they recommend us to their neighbors, I see them saying, "Why? Why? Of course, it makes sense that a fire firefighter would would um, would clean a dryer vent and and a dryer out." And uh, you know, knowing about appliances because I repaired them, I know that there are heating elements all throughout your house. There's a heating element in your hot water heater, in your dishwasher, and there's also a heating element in your ice maker in your, in your, in your refrigerator. And so all of those heating elements could possibly start a fire, but not, the only one that's surrounded by flammable lint is the one in your dryer. <laughs> um, yeah. The one around the I, ice maker isn't quite as much of a problem, right? It really isn't it, it, that, that fire gets put out right away. Well, so, um, you know, I found that out early in my career as a firefighter, um, with the very first, uh, dryer fire that I, that I was ever, uh, a part of, uh, of extinguishing. And what's interesting is that about a year ago, I was cleaning a dryer vent in that house. And the lady said, you know, the prior owner had a fire here. Do you mind looking <laughs> in the attic and telling me how it looks up there? And I said, right away, oh, wow, I was here. I, I remember that one. And that was a funny moment for me, uh, cleaning a dryer vent in a house where a fire started because of the lack of airflow <laughs> and machine lit on fire. Hey, um, hey, so here's the other question. You were talking about asking people to go on to Yelp or to go on to neighborhood.com or, or their local you know, uh, Facebook page for their neighborhood. How hard is it to actually ask people to do that? I think this is something small business people struggle all the time is asking for referrals or asking for testimonials. Yes, I struggle with it more than any of the people that work for me because I, I just naturally, I don't believe I'm a good salesperson. But in having a conversation with uh, one of the guys who's on my fire crew that works with me in Fireman Dryerman, I said, hey, are you going to be shy about asking people to recommend us? He said, absolutely not. Uh, what he knows is that when he asks somebody to recommend us, it's within the part of town he lives within and works within. And, set, and so he knows that that job, that any, any jobs that that generates come right, come right to him. Um, he said, I will absolutely will not be shy about that. And what I found is that they are a lot less shy than I am. Um, 
we're confident we do a good job. We know that because we know we've increased your airflow after we clean your dryer vent because we feel the difference. We can measure the difference in, in the amount of air that's blowing out of your dryer vent. We see how dirty your dryer is before we clean it and how clean it is afterwards. So we're confident in the job we do. And with so many people telling us how happy they are that, that they had us out for this service, we're confident enough to say we should, we should be asking everybody that, that uh, we service to recommend us because we know how important it is as firefighters. I know how important it is as a firefighter and, and as a dryer tech, dryer repair technician. And um, the, the only issue we have at all is letting other people know that that's the only hang up in our business. We're getting there. We're getting better at that. And we have to not be shy about asking people to help us kind of do that dirty work, let people know how important this is and that we are really good at this. And also that we take it a step further than everybody else. Every other dryer vent cleaning company, we open the dryer up. And that's because I have confidence in teaching my guys how to open the dryer, take it apart and put it back together. Um, and I have the confidence to, if I look inside of a dryer, to know, hey, something needs to be fixed because of my background in dryer repair. But um, we are not shy about it. I, I was, and I'm learning not to be. My guys are not shy about asking for, for recommendations. And I think that this is something that small business people in general struggle with. I know I do, right? It's like I used to market law. I used to be the marketing director for a law firm in a bank, and I had no problem telling people how great the lawyers were, how great the bankers were. But I now am a professional speaker. I work for myself. And whether I'm promoting my, my speaking business or I'm promoting this podcast, it's really hard to say, hey, by the way, I'm really great. And I think that all small business people, for the most part, struggle with getting over that. But we have to do it because if we're not out there telling people and asking other people to tell other people, no one's going to do it for us. Yes. Well, I, Tom, I, what's funny about that is ever since I have hired people, I've put a name to the business, I now find it a bit easier to to brag about us because I can say us and we. Instead of telling people how great I am at dryer vent cleaning, I can say I know that we are as good as it gets in dryer vent cleaning with confidence. It, it, it sounds, um, it sounds a lot less conceited and presumptuous uh, to brag about to brag about um, me and my friends than it is just to brag about me. Basically, sure. Well, I just hired an assistant, and although he's not going to be out in front of my audiences per se, I think I'm going to use that. That we do great work because my hey, my part time. How much better your assistant makes you and makes makes your business. I I hope so. He's he's worked for me for about a week, but so far I think that I hit the assistant lottery. So <laughs> that's great. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he and I will go a long way together and do great things. Hey, Brett, uh, I got a couple of more questions for you, but first. First, I have to thank the sponsor of this episode. So this episode is brought to you by Podfly Productions. Podfly takes the time and the headache out of creating your own podcast. They set you up with the right equipment and training and guidance to ensure that you sound amazing. Podfly does all the heavy lifting and the technical work so that you can focus on creating great content, growing your audience, and interviewing really cool people like Brett Ketchum, the Fireman Dryer Man. Hey, if you want to start a podcast, jump over to podfly.net slash cool things and check out the offer that they have for the listeners of this show. So, Brett, I call the show Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. What is the newest, coolest, most exciting thing you're doing with your business right now? Well, other than what I've mentioned about how we focused on social media marketing, I'm asking neighbors to help spread the word about us. Um, um, and, and on top of that, in our service, cleaning out dryers as well. 
Uh, what we do that, I, that I'm proud to tell people about uh, is that when you have us in your home, you have a professional firefighter. And granted, we're not working as firefighters, but we never turn that part of our brain off. I, everybody's house I walk into for a dinner party or for a play date for my kids, I'm looking around and thinking um, how the house could be made a bit safer. And I don't want to tell people until they ask me for advice because I, <laughs> uh, I don't want to be rude. But when I'm in somebody's house cleaning a dryer vent, more than half the time somebody says, hey, how do I keep my kids safe at night? Um, how do I, you know, what, what sorts of, what sort of um, wall hangings are not safe from my house? And, and you know, I, if they ask me to answer those questions, I'll take time. I'll take 15, 20 minutes to walk around their house. Don't bill for it. People have tried to tell me that it could be a way I expand my business, that we could offer a service where we come around as firefighters and, and, and check every aspect of their house and tell them how it could be made safer. And I don't want to provide that as a service. I'm fairly certain of that. Uh, what I, as a billable service, I should say, I do want to provide it as a favor to my clients because most people, or I should say many people, are not friends or family members with a professional firefighter who has this base of knowledge. Um, um, to, be able to, to be able to tell you what is so important, how do you keep your kids safe in the case of fire in the middle of the night? Um, how do you keep your appliances safe? And, um, and uh, we go about doing that in half the jobs we do, probably. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's something I'm, I'm really proud of. And it's another way that I can say why it matters that we're firefighters. It already matters that we're firefighters because we're vacuuming out your dryer, knowing that it's full of lint because we see dryer fires. Um, and now it also matters that we're firefighters because you can, you can ask us as many questions as you want about home fire safety. And all of us love talking about that. Otherwise, we would have left the fire service years ago. So, <laughs> so Brett, I think that great entrepreneurs want to do more than, than make money. I think great entrepreneurs are observers. And so who is someone else in the world of entrepreneurs that you see where you think, wow, that person, they're crushing it. They're doing something cool. I, I, I had a service not too long ago. Um, I had my brakes fixed by brakes to go. So um, I'm not sure that they're local to Austin, but I know that they're here, of course. But uh, they, come, they come to your house to do your brake job. Wow. And so it was, they, they, it was as easy, almost as easy to schedule with them as I think it is to schedule on firemandryerman.com. It's uh, a few clicks. Tell them around the time of which day you'd like them to be here, and they come within a couple hours. They come with the parts they think you might need. And I don't know if I need rotors or just brake pads, but they, but they get here with both. Um, I knew the exact quote uh, before they showed up and they came with all the parts and did the job while I worked in within my house. Didn't lose any time at all. And I thought that was fantastic. So many people do brake jobs, but these guys do just brakes um, and they do it at your house. I don't know why I would choose any other brake service considering I found that these guys had great reviews. People love the work they do and I don't have to leave my home for it. That was fantastic to me. I just, I've been bragging about them ever since. Um, we had my breaks done and my wife's breaks done. And I I just think that when you can add an extra aspect to your business that other people aren't doing, um, that makes your service better, um, or that makes it more at the very least more memorable, more notable than that. That's exactly what you should do. 
And it's amazing with so many of these services. They do the same thing with windshield repair. They'll come to you. There's so many things. They'll pick up your dry cleaning. You know, if you think back 100 years ago, that's the way services were. And then we got to this whole thing where you had to go to everybody. And I think it's kind of an interesting pendulum back that people are providing that extra door-to-door service. I mean, I'm sure that there are doctors out there who are making house calls again. That's funny because uh, I was discussing this exact thing with my wife the other day, and she was telling me just, you know, she, she, we were discussing uh, which services years down the road I could add to fireman, dryer man. Um, and um, she started talking about the, how, you know, we're, we're in the age of super convenience and people want to get a lot done in one go and they want it to be done by skilled people. And, and it needs to be convenient. People have to come to you. People are working from home or they're taking care of their children in the home. And it's just really hard to go seek out a service, to physically leave and go seek out a service when so many people are willing to come to you. Um, and that's really what got us thinking about other, providing other services. How can we make it, make our service uh, more attractive to people? And that's by probably including other bits of, of, of appliance maintenance in the future. Sure. I'm just trying to think of what else rhymes with fires because then you, like, you, could, you could change tires. You could be fireman, tireman. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I li- I like it. The the fact that that we that it's still about fire safety and and uh, and um, you know there are um, a lot of firefighters that I know that own uh, small businesses and that sort of thing. And you know, one thing you know is that is that you you can trust a firefighter. We've already been vetted by the city. We've already had that background check. I suppose we're constantly in people's homes and businesses doing our doing our job in the fire engine. So uh, why not? you know, on our days off. Yeah. But um, for now, I'm loving the focus on dryers and dryer vents, but I'm thinking about things like um, tankless hot water heater flushing. I'm thinking about these bits of service that people maybe aren't educated in and that when customers come to us, we can just quickly educate them and ask them if they'd like to add on the service. And years down the road, we may get to that. But um, that's, I think that's convenient. It really is going that, that direction. And the more you can provide, I think the better. And I think that's really smart, especially for such a young business to already be thinking, hey, what's the next step down the road? I mean, that's a good example for all of us. So I love to ask people who come on this show, what do they do to give back to the greater good? Because I think that I think we all want to find a way to leave our mark. I mean, making money is good, but, you know, I think somehow making sure that we do something to serve society. So what is it that you do? Well, uh, first off, and it's something that we haven't advertised that um, – Whenever a nonprofit comes to us, uh, we, we offer a discount. And that's a quick, obviously a quick way to, to do a favor to other people who are trying to help people. Um, uh, one of my guys uh, works for me, Tom. His name is Tom also. He um, cleaned a dryer vent and vacuumed a dryer um, at a, uh, a rehab facility where our fire engine is constantly, um, constantly doing patient care for people who are sick. Call 911. Um, and you know, obviously, uh, we have some of a personal relationship with them and we did it at a, a, at a, at a big discount. And, um, so when nonprofits come to us, we are quick to act and offer them, offer them, uh, a discount where, where they offer discounts. Um, and on top of that, like I said earlier, we, we, we go into people's houses and if they want to know how to make their house safer, we, that, this is something we don't charge for because, we're firefighters by nature. And, and like I said, we don't turn that part of our brains off on our days off. And, um, and, and all of a sudden uh, the job quickly turns from being, um, you know, getting this job done um, as, as 
well as we possibly can to what else can I do for this person while I'm here? They have questions about fire safety and I'm going to tell them uh, how to keep their, themselves and their family safe. fire. Well, and plus, I mean, just what you do for a living. I mean, I have always thought since I was a little kid that firemen are, are, are heroes, right? Because they're willing to put their lives on the line. And certainly in the last decade, firemen have really risen to that, that level where that's very highly recognized. So, you know, just from the beginning of what you do day to day, we thank you for your service. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. Hey, if someone's listening to this, especially if they live in the Austin area and they're thinking, oh, my God, we got to clean out our vent. We've never even thought about this before. Or maybe they're beyond the Austin area and they think, I still got to meet this guy. He's they're doing really cool things. How do people find you? How do they find Fireman Dryerman and Brett Ketchum? Well, two ways that are quick and easy to book with us and to get more education event cleaning and dryer vacuuming uh one find us on facebook it's just simply fireman dryerman uh, two words one fireman one dryerman or um find us online fireman dryerman.com we make it easy to book you can see what's uh, available to you in your zip code um make a booking and we always ask for no more than a one hour arrival window and so we, we don't want people sitting around all day waiting on us awesome Well, Brett, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. I love it when I meet people who have niche businesses, who are doing cool things. It's one of the reasons I have this show is I get to expose people like you to other people. And I think when people hear your story, they're going to be inspired because I think there's a lot of people out there who think, oh, you know, I got a full-time job. I, I can't really go pursue an entrepreneurial venture. And yet at the same time, when they hear the story of someone like you, they're reminded that they most certainly can. Great. Thanks. I appreciate hearing that. I also appreciate you having me. And and thanks again also for your business a couple months ago. <laughs> well, it was great. And thank you to the audience. I say it every episode. If it wasn't for the audience, we wouldn't have a show. So thank you for tuning in. Check us out on Facebook. We have the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter at Cool Podcast. And if you want to get more involved, I got to tell you, The Potential Project, my group coaching program that we started a while back, is really one of the best things that I've been doing. We have a small but mighty group. Every week we log on on Monday nights and have a call. Uh, that is, it's usually Monday night. Sometimes I'm speaking, so we can't do, uh, if I'm traveling, we can't necessarily do Monday. We just push it to Tuesday. But uh, we have usually about five people who show up on the call and we just talk about what people are doing to reach more in their potential. We have a lot of small business people, but we also have people who have full-time jobs who either want to start their own thing or they just want to be more effective in their job. They just want to be more entrepreneurial in their day-to-day thing. If you want to join the Potential Project, you can find out all the information by going to tomsinger.com, go into the About button. There's a little thing that says Group Coaching Program. Click on that. You're going to find everything you need to know. We would love to have you join and be part of that little community. I think it's way underpriced. I think it's the best value you're going to find out there for sort of a group coaching, motivational, and accountability program. Hey, Come back in a couple of days because we're going to have another episode with somebody just as cool as Brett, the fireman, dryer man. But in the meantime, I'm going to challenge you to go out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at TomSinger.com and follow him on Twitter at, at TomSinger. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.